Welcome to the Fitz Group Podcast for its members and our community at large. Our desire is to create a connection with our audience, communicate through seasons of transition, and empower you to make your business all you dreamed it would be. Join us now for the next episode of the story that will be told with our hosts, Fitz and Heather. Hey, welcome back. We, uh, we, we genuinely hope that through our experience, you are gaining strategies and insights that you can implement immediately into your life and to your business. Fair enough? Yes. We genuinely hope that. So everything we're sharing is just based on our experience in 20 plus years of building a life insurance agency and uh, helping agents all over the country make money. Today, uh, we kind of want to talk about working hard and working smart. So uh, one of my favorite podcasts is How I Built This by Guy Raz, put out by NPR. Not PBR, sometimes I call it PBR, but it's NPR. Um, and it's, it's uh, Guy Raz interviews uh, successful entrepreneurs. Uh, those who maybe are $100 million entrepreneurs, those who may be billion dollar entrepreneurs. Um, and at one of my favorite pieces of this, and he, it's great hearing the different stories and the struggles and the fight, and it's always comforting to me is I'm in that same fight. But at the end of the podcast, he always asks the question, how much of your um, success would you attribute to luck? And how much of your success would you attribute to working hard? Now, uh, you always hear, I feel like it's consistent with that, with that question. The answer comes back, and sometimes they're clarifying what they call luck. Sometimes it's fortunate. Sometimes I'm blessed and highly favored. Sometimes it's luck. Sometimes, you know, I don't know how it happened. They, they kind of rephrase it, but there's, there's always a little bit of that. But every one of them says, oh, I worked hard. I haven't heard one of those entrepreneurs yet say, I just sat in my underwear on the couch and just checks came flying to the mailbox one day. They've none, none of them have said that. They've all talked about working hard. Um, and and I may, when I hear that, I think back to, well, I don't think back. I, I feel like I still work hard. But getting the business up and off the ground back in the early days, I worked, it, my working hard was way different than my working hard is today. Back then I was spending 20 hours a day working and the four hours I wasn't working weren't consecutive. It was maybe I just take a 30 minute little snooze here on my desk and wake up and you know, there's stuff on my face and the puddle of drool on the desk, but, but I go back to doing the work. There is that, that, that piece that season for sure if you're launching a business and for me it was a few years of just crazy working not working hard but crazy working to get that rocket up and launched does that make sense yeah i i i think of the the visual is it reminds me of like a magnifying glass trying to start a fire in the beginning of building this business because we we were young and we didn't have a whole lot of responsibility we didn't have children yet no and um that was a little bit of luck perhaps and a blessing it it we tell people all the time and we've watched plenty of people with families and responsibilities build this business effectively but it gave us that kind of time and space to figure out because learning how to work hard yeah. is something you have to um, kind of learn how to do yes it doesn't really come naturally or innately and um, it gave us time to to work hard until we could figure out how to work smarter, mm -hmm. which we're going to talk about here in a minute. But when you have that magnifying glass that it has, you have to hold it in place for a certain amount of time to get the fire going. And in the beginning, it definitely feels like that. There's this intensity to your work schedule that doesn't have to be there forever. 
but it has to be there for a season. And when you say you're working hard, I got to ask you, are you tracking your time and are you tracking your activity? I've had people say, oh man, I made dials all day. Well, gosh, let me, let me see. Let me see the dials that you've been making. Let me see just little tick marks that you do on a piece of paper of how many dials you made. Oh, I didn't do that. Well, then you don't really know that you worked. You have no evidence of working. Whereas uh, some people say, oh man, I worked so hard. And they show me their dials and they, they worked so hard making 30 dials. I'm going, well, that's, that's kind of a slow hour. You know, I, I, but our top performers, our top producers, man, they know, hey, listen, I, I can make $50 an hour. And so I'll go for an hour and a half and get my 75 dials in and then I take a break. Mm -hmm. They have proof of that, right? They have proof of that activity. Yeah. Well, I think tracking it is important because it, it takes the blinders off. It's mm. very easy for us to get to the end of a day, climb in bed and feel like, oh my goodness, I'm so tired, I work so hard. And yet we really were working at the wrong things. Mm. So that's the power, I think, of tracking your activity. If you're serious, I mean, if you're looking at your life and your business and you're saying, the results are not what I want. The first thing we're gonna tell you to do is write down everything that you're doing in a day and track your activity. Yes. Um, some other tips that we might give you are, it is, you know, you have to recognize that you're human and that we have limitations. So I think it's important to look for what are your natural rhythms and your peak time for your best performance as far as your creativity, your energy force that's coming out of you. We all naturally lean towards certain times in the day that we're, we're at our best. Mm. And you wanna put your most important activities in that time frame. Yep. So for example, I'm more of a morning person, so I might get up and say, I've got something important I need to do. I'm gonna get up early to, and guard that time. I'm, I mean, a lot of times I have to get up super early <laughs> if I've got something I wanna do before anyone else in the house is up um, and my children are gonna distract me so that I can have that focused time. But I would much rather go to bed early and get up early and I'll be at my best then try to stay up late and do something late at night because I'm not at my best. He, on the other hand, is more of a night owl and it's kind of been a great rhythm for us uh, in, a, in our marriage and in our home because I can always count on him either to get work tasks done at night if it needs to be done or if there are other tasks uh, related to the household or family, um, I can count on him late at night and he knows he can count on me early in the morning. But it's important that you know your own rhythm and that the main message I want to tell you is that you protect that time as your peak time for getting something really important done. You recently read an article you're telling me about, uh, and, and you can expound on this, but the working for 52 minutes and then 18 minutes off, what's that all about? Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a, um, uh, what's what I'm looking for? I mean, they had done research. Ah, a study. A study, thank Aha! you. It was a study. Huzzah. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> Okay, I say this all the time about, you know, studies or numbers. Numbers can be skewed any way that you really want them to be skewed. Um, and, you know, I don't, I'm not telling you set your timer. You have 52 <laughs> minutes and then take 18 minutes off. You know, this isn't pre-K um, school learning where I expect you to follow every single tight rule. But I think that the thought process, the reason that this is important to bring up 
is you need to, again, understand that you're human. And sometimes you're not going to work at your best when you force yourself to just bam, 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 bam. And you never give yourself a break in the day. Mm. So, for example, like I know you, you'll do phone calls all day long. Well, it's important that he build in a little 15-minute break every now and then that he gets to stop, regather his thoughts, get a bite to eat, you know, do whatever it is, get up, walk around your desk, walk around outside, reset your brain so that you're ready to re-engage fully and completely in your next task or appointment. When I said it a second ago, um, or a few minutes ago now, the uh, one of our top producers is, is notorious. He makes uh, $50 an hour, and he knows how many appointments he needs to get booked. So he, he can only really stay focused for about an hour and a half, so he makes 75 dials. But he has said, hey, if I'm just booking appointment, 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 I won't stop. But, but I know I have to at least do the hour and a half. If I can get that hour and a half in, then he'll stop. He'll take a break. He'll walk around the office. He'll, he'll go outside for a walk and just enjoy the fresh air and then come back feeling rejuvenated and refreshed and ready to hit it again. That's right. Now, on top of working hard, you need to work smart. So uh, are you working hard, but your results aren't matching your efforts? Mm. Um, yeah. You know, when I first got started selling um, uh, life insurance, we were in North Carolina, and I, I got, I got uh, appointments all over the state. And so uh, I learned early on, though, really early, like immediately, that I could not go where I lived in the middle of the state. I could not go to the coast and run appointments in Wilmington and the same night run appointments in Asheville, North Carolina, up in the mountains. Just look at a map sometime. Those are on the opposite sides of the state. It's a good six-hour drive from one city to the other. I couldn't do that in the same night. Then I moved, and so I started, I had to group those appointments. Then I moved to Dallas. We moved to Dallas, and I, I felt like I could see myself crossing like going the other direction on that road like i had just passed by here and now i'm seeing myself pass by again and i found myself wasting time running appointments by driving so much and so i took a map of this of, of the city of the metroplex and i kind of gridded it off and i would just work one quadrant at a, at a time in a night so that i wasn't i wasn't being inefficient this is where working smart makes sense because i was working hard i was driving and i spent a lot of time in a car you know the agents they'll say i worked appointments all day i had one at eight o'clock in the morning and one at six o'clock at night that's not an all day of appointments that's a day but you had one and another it's like a bookend well i i felt the same thing that's why i had to organize my time and work smarter so that i could get more done i had no problem working hard but if I'm working hard at things that aren't accomplishing what I'm trying to accomplish, it's a waste of time mm -hmm. and a waste of effort. Right. I mean, I think working hard and working smart are a the cornerstone for any successful small business mm. owner, any successful business owner, small business that grows into a large, big business. Um, and I think the reason that is, is it's one of the key principles of a growth mindset. Mm. So we talk a lot about growth mindset. We've talked about it often on this um, podcast because it's basically the idea that failure becomes the stepping stones that gets you to success. Absolutely. And, and so that's why the thing is, is you can't figure out how to work smart until you work unsmart, <laughs> until you work hard stupidly and you stop and you go, well, that was stupid. <laughs> I should do it this way. Right. And, it, it, and it's kind of like you, like just what you're talking about. I would drive and I would realize, well, that was stupid. I can't be here and there and over there. And then you get smart. Absolutely. And you stop and you find the right strategy that's going to help you get the most results. 
And it is one of these things, it's a muscle that gets worked. It's a tweaking that's always happening as you grow from um, working hard and working smart to learn how to take that and have it grow your results in your business. You know, and when it comes, another thought when it comes to working smart in our industry, you know, I've, I've talked to agents before and I've said, what, what, you know, how was the day? Oh, the day was, man, I worked so hard. What'd you do today? Oh, I did all of my continuing education today. The, the continuing education we have to do every two years, you took a whole day. Some people will take four or five solid days to knock that out. And I'm going, you're self-employed. You don't get to take time off. You don't get a vacation here. Like you, 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 There's no paid time off here. you got to work. So it, it makes me think back to my mama. My mom always said, mama said that you got to make hay while the sun's shining. And she was, of course, referring to photosynthesis as required for hay to grow. But it, you, can't, you also can't make hay at night. You can't harvest the hay at night. You've got to do that during the day. That is a daytime required thing. Now, in our business, it's really important to study products and really important to understand how to match up that client with that product. Do you learn products in the middle of the day when you could be talking to somebody? No. You learn products at night after you're done talking to people, right? So basically the, the hours of our work can be performed from like 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. That's when you're talking to people. Right. But before that and after that, that's when you're checking the, the insurance company's websites to see how the pending is coming along. That's when you're studying products. That's when you're doing your continuing education. That's when you're doing your anti-money laundering uh, stuff that, to keep up with all that. That's when you do all that other stuff. But in the middle of the day, that's when you're doing your income producing activities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, working hard and working smart is something that you never fully master. Mm. It's just something you're always doing your best to grow in. Yep. And I know that we are still after it every day. When you start layering in staff and then the complexities of now you're working not just one or two people, but now five, and you're trying to figure out all the right strategies of how to move forward. It is a, it is a constant pursuit to figure out how to keep at our best mm. at all times. And um, so we just want you to know, as we share these tips with you, these are things that have helped us be successful. We want you to know that we are in the good fight with you. And we want you to believe that you can absolutely do it too. Yeah. Just like these top, um, in top business owners that get interviewed on NPR, um, you have a little bit of luck in front of you because you have an opportunity of a lifetime in this insurance industry. And I know if you apply hard work and the right strategies that you can make your dreams come true. Absolutely. And hey, now that you know, you, you know. know.